talking today about uh, spoke about last time. Now what I'm going to talk about is the individual, the person who's called Malachim Mashiach. Firstly, what's his job? What are the qualities he's meant to have? And uh, then how he's going to reveal himself. So the first question is, why do we need such a person? If we saw last time that the, the end point of the Milchom of Gog and Magog is going to be a Kaddish Prophet's intervention, like we saw, so that's the case. Why do we need a human agent involved? And the understanding, obviously, is, is that the, like the Rambam writes, the function of Melech HaMashiach is to ma'achit Yisrael. To unite Yisrael, to bring us back to Yisrael, who says, Yikabit Sumosene, to lead us, according to one understanding, even to bring Yisrael to the children. So it's not necessarily because Hashem needs a person to do miracles, he's going to do that by himself. It's more like Hashem needs a person to lead Klai Yisrael. To lead Klai Yisrael, which means to guide us through the process of the Gorda. Whether it's by telling us what we need to do, whether it's by bringing us to the Chiba we need to accomplish, whether it's by giving us the Chizok to, to survive the Nisenis that are going to be at the time. Now, being as humane as a leader, Mashiach is a din of a Melech. So since the Malchus was from Shevet, you heard this specifically from the family of David, Therefore, it says clearly, Mishpashim the David, that Mashiach will be from his direct descendants. Direct descendants means Melech Ben, son of the son of David Melech, and that's what is often called Ben David. We don't have any accurate messages to somebody who's a Ben Ben from David Melech. The most reliable messiah of the family of David there is, it's through Rashi. Maram, Rottenberg, was the first generation descendant of Rashi. Rashi writes by himself that he was a descendant of David Melech. But the problem is Rashi only had daughters, and therefore three daughters, and therefore anyone who is tracing their lineage to David Melech through Rashi, while it's true that David Melech was their ancestor, but it's not going to bring us Mashiach, because uh, the, 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 the line of Mashiach has to be Ben Achabah. That's the line of the Melech. But that's not a problem, because as we'll see, we, it's not our job to find Mashiach. Now, that's the first point. What other qualities does Mashiach have to have? The sense of obviously being a Ben David. So, the two points we know about him. Number one is that he'll be a Navi, second only to Moshe Rabbein. The third is that the will be a Navi like Moshe, but besides that, what the Prophet says about him, Mashiach in a number of places is that the Kodesh Prophet will give him a tremendous Kodesh of Nevoah. And in order to deserve that, Let's understand the principle altogether in Yishkat. There's no magic. There's no free gifts going on. If a person gets the level of reference, it's because they deserved it. And if that's the case, if Moshe Rabbeinu, for example, become, became the Navi he was, it's because Moshe was on Navi for Adam, it was because Moshe was uh, on a level to deserve that. And same thing with Sheikh. In order to be given the gifts Moshe has to get, it's not going to be some random person who's just chosen. It's somebody who deserves it. In other words, Mitzal Atzma, he's right to be the leader of Israel. Obviously, he's not going to be given the Vah before Mashiach, before he's appointed as a Mashiach, because he's not a Vah today. And we'll talk about this in a moment. Okay, so that's 
therefore, what are the requirements of any Jewish leader? Whether it's Mashiach or anyone else, the requirements of any Jewish leader, number one, is a certain guidance for Torah, number two, a diktuk for halacha, and uh, number three, somebody who's, who's basically is, is willing to sacrifice himself for Klai Yisrael. The famous story of Meshach Petzi, the claims of to be a Mashiach and managed to mislead thousands of Jews. So this, the, even though he was based in Turkey and Greece in that area, as Israel, but word of the Mashiach that, they had, that revealed himself reached Europe. And the leading god of Austro-Hungarian Jewry at the time was the Taz, in the same door. So the Taz sent his son and his son-in-law to Constantinople, where Tzadkatsi was, to see, you know, is it like Mashiach? Anyway, the Jews who believed in him had built him a palace and he was treated like a king. And when he heard that uh, this, this Taz had sent a delegation to visit him, so obviously he was very happy to meet them. So maybe given legitimacy, so to speak, from one of the senior government of the time. So the son and son of Taz were at an audience with Shabbatsvi in his palace. And they met him for about 10 15 minutes. First, and afterwards, they came out. And obviously, the masses of people said, No, no, what do you say? He said, He's not a sheikh. How could you say? So they said, When you had an audience with him, he was lying on the couch, but he was lying on his back. And the lachid is also to lie on your back. So somebody doesn't keep a lachid, can't be a sheikh. End of story. And they were right. They were right. Even though it's a very small point, you know, but uh, that, nevertheless, there is a point. And Malachi is the person has to be a, a Mashiach, as a god of the Torah, and not someone who's a Batek Malachi. Then it's not going to be that somebody who isn't on that level is going to be chosen. Okay, now, there's an obvious question. But it's not really a question, it's just comes from a lack of information. I understand how these things work. There's an obvious question, and that is people think that Mashiach is a certain person who will be born to be Mashiach. And if that's the case, the question is that Ki'ilu, we understand, we're going to see still, that the date for Mashiach wasn't given to us because it depends on us. So how's it going to work? Right, let's say Klaish are all the children. Let's say Klaish are all connected with the children, and now what's going to happen? Now Mashiach has to be born and grow up and get to the stage where you can eat it. But, but, but uh, we're really deserving of him from before. And what Mashiach has been here from before. So how does we learn to children? And it's a mistake. It's a mistake because there isn't a, ch- a certain individual who has decided Merosh is going to be Mashiach. Let's explain something. Mashiach is a tafkid. It's a tafkid which is going to be given to the leader of the Dar, who the Dar deserves that, 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 that Mashiach to come. The Dar that deserves to be redeemed to see the Gula. So in that door, in that generation, the leader of that Dar will be given the the ability to do that tafkid. Just like Kaishal had the leaders who took them through whatever other situation in history it was, whether it was Malachi who took them through the story of Purim, whether it was Atisio Obano who took them through the story of Hanukkah, whether it was the Gedalim who took us through the Chorban, who took us through all the exiles we went through, each Dar had its leader. So the leader of the Dar, which was the Dar which will greet Mashiach, so his job is going to be to just do the Dar, which means he'll become the Melech Mashiach. Which means, this is an important point. Let's say it's in the Ruchni's way first, and I'll say it more simply. Um, the way that the Kabbalim explain it 
is that there's a neshama of Mashiach. Neshama of Mashiach, which means the, that, the connection to that tafkit, which brings with it, obviously, all the spiritual kaychas that Mashiach has to have, except as opposed to most times when a person is born and is attached to the neshama, which means the tafkit of Hosh Prophet wants him to do right now, right? When it comes to Mashiach, it hasn't happened yet. No, it's not, no one's been attached to it because it, no one's been given their job to do yet. When it's Kaishral al deserving, when it gets to the level that we roi for it, so then whoever that door is chosen to be the one to fulfill that function, so he'll be given that part. And so what I call the principle of what's called Ibn Nishamas, which means that the person will be given a connection to a different Nishama to do their job. And therefore, and therefore before Mashiach, before the door is ready for Mashiach, no one is Mashiach. No matter how many other simonim they have, no many, how many other things they fulfilled, but no one's Mashiach because no one's been connected to that Nisham, no one's been given that taf, no one's been connected to that Nisham. But it's there and it's waiting. And therefore, in any dar, when the dar is right, there has to be a candidate in that dar that if this would be the dar, that we would be zaykhah to see the Gavala, then that leader, that leader Kaishal in that dar would be chosen to be Mashiach. Now, the dar is going past, it's been 2,000 years approximately since the Khorban, no dar has got, got there yet. And therefore, even though there'd be a lot of good candidates who could have been Mashiach, had that been the door that Mashiach would have come in, the master they won't. We don't have to speculate about it. They won't because it never happened. The door didn't deserve it, and Mashiach didn't come. So yes, they were tzaddikim, yes, they may have been worthy of the position, but it didn't happen. And the Gemara says this about people like Hidal, uh, Hazakim, maybe Rebbe, Ranasi, and others who were from based of it, who were leaders of Klai Yisrael, they were in the scene, and they could definitely have also been Mashiach had Mashiach come. But he didn't. And therefore, no one's going to make a claim to them as being the Mashiach because it didn't happen. The Shah's Mason, maybe it would have been a possibility, but the Mason didn't happen. Okay, and therefore, the aside is that when Hashem wants to bring the Mashiach, there'll always be a ready candidate who, if this is going to be the Dar, when Mashiach will come, he's going to be given the job. But there's no point speculating about Mirosh because the question isn't is who's Mashiach. The question is when. When's the Dar ready for it? Because at, when Hashem decides this is the door, now he's ready for Mashiach, then HaKadosh Baruch will find the person to do the job. It doesn't start backwards. It doesn't start backwards. Now, again, the requirements, it's not going to be some random person no one's ever heard of. Right? Like I said, Klai has its leaders and Klai has its Kedosh. And therefore, if, if, if we had to decide who was, who's going to be the leader to lead us through whatever period is going to be, we know our leaders. We just don't know who, we, we have a number. We don't know which one's going to be the one to be chosen. But again, it's, it's somebody who's on that level. Someone's on that level. Mashiach has to come from the, the Jewish leadership because he's going to be a leader. He's going to be a leader. And in every door, through whoever, whoever the appropriate, or whoever the Gdaliya door of that door are, whichever one of them is uh, the one who's also a Ben David and fulfills all the requirements of Mashiach, if that would be the door which Mashiach would come, HaKadosh Baruch Hu would give him the job. Give him the job, which means he doesn't himself know he's Mashiach. That's another important point. You can't ask me, are you Mashiach? The person would know that himself. Why? Because he hasn't yet been given that tafkit. Just like Moshe Rabbeinu, right? Before he was told by Hashem, you're going to be well, Yisrael, even though all the signs fell into place, that, that there was the Nebuah that the, 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 the leader of Jewish people is going to be born, they're going to be thrown into the river, whatever else. Now, the, it, it, when you look in hindsight, it all makes sense. But did Moshe think of himself as the leader of the Jewish people before he was given the mission? No. No, when HaKadosh Baruch gave him the mission, now Moshe saw himself as Ephraim and he thought it wasn't going to be. It's not Shaykh's story, he thought it was going to be Aaron, he thought it was somebody else. Right? When Hashem gave him the job, so Hashem gave him the Kayach. Similarly, 
fact, the fact that a person, whoever it's going to be, whenever it's going to be, will be chosen to be the Mashiach, then he'll be given the Tafkid, then he'll be given the tools to do it also. Until then, it hasn't been given. Yeah, the Mashiach has to have the guidance for Torah, in keeping her up in, 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 in the mirror, so whatever it's going to be. And what is the most nervous struggle? So you must just say he happens to be hidden. Could it be somebody who we don't see was in the front lines of the newspaper? Possibly. But it's not going to, that's the Nakuda is, it's coming to fill a leadership role. It's not some random person we don't, who has no shaykhs to to the, the levels of what we call, which are needed for Jewish leadership. Can I ask? Some impassions that the Sheikh will come before Tchir Samesim. So we're talking about the Sheikh, the leader, who's going to lead us through the period of Bergamagoyk and to be the one to gather Klai Yisrael. It's going to be somebody who's alive because it happens before Tchir Samesim. If we're talking about leadership after Tchir Samesim, then we'll probably go back to David Amalek himself. Like we say in Oshanis. Ish Tzamech Shumai V'David V'Atzmi. The stage we're talking about now is the stage to bring us to the goal. I'm not, I'm still talking, I'm not done with this point. Now, how is Mashiach going to be revealed? Either to himself or to everybody else. So there's two options, both of them are brought in, in the Psukim. Right. And uh, the Gemara already asked the question, which ones are going to be? It sounds like a little bit like a stereo. So that's what the Gemara says, and we'll explain it. The one option is, Eliyahu Lavi is going to come. And the Gemara says that uh, Eliyahu Lavi will come three days before Mashiach to announce who Mashiach is. Now remember, Eliyahu Lavi is coming in the capacity of a Novi. He was a Novi, he is a Novi, and he's able to come and, just like Eliyahu, in his career when he was here, anointed kings. He's, he, the Novi's job was to tell us who the next king is when there was a case of doubt. That's the same thing over here. Eliyahu Lavi's job will be to tell us who Mashiach is. And that's what the Pasuk says. Hashem is going to send the Liyuan Novi to do the job. Um, how long before? The, the Midrash is three days before. And because of that, the Gemara makes the Shpoyan is when the Shiach can come and can't come because the Liyuan is not going to come in Arab Shabbos or Arab Yomtev, whatever else it's going to be. Right? And therefore, the, the first Mahalach of how is the Shiach going to become known to us is Pashat, will be in the book. will be in the book. will be in the book from Eliyahu who will reveal who Mashiach is. It's not clear if that will be when the Mashiach or the person finds out himself that he's Mashiach or he or someone knows about it beforehand, that's not clear. But I'll call upon for everybody else, that will be the way we'll know about it. Yeah. And this is also in Chazal, that Mashiach will reveal himself. Not Derech Eliyahu Navi, he'll come and tell us he's Mashiach. And this is what Ramah goes with. Ramah brings inside that how's Mashiach going to have to tell us he's a Mashiach? So he's going to have to present himself to whoever the Gedele Adara and they'll have to accept him. It's not going to be that he, like, there's mass rallies to, to convince the Hamoinam, it's other. It's going to be whoever, whoever we already look up to as Agadolim, if they're going to give us the directive, yes, this person is Mashiach, and then we're going to listen to them, we're going to follow him, that's what Ramon brings it down. And how's he going to prove to them that he's Mashiach? Well, three things. Number one, there's a regular proof every Navi needs, and that is to prove he knows the future. We already spoke about this, we spoke about Nevoah, we spoke about the Ikra of Nevoah, that someone can actively foretell us the future in detail. That's the sign of a, the test of a lobby. Number two, he has to be right for it. Somebody who isn't on that level of Torah scholarship, or that level of, of godless Adam, is not going to be Mashiach. So it has to be that the Gedalim of the time assess that he's somebody who's a Bar-Haki, he's right for it. And number three, he has to do the job that Mashiach can do. Again, Mashiach is a function, it's not just a title. Mashiach is a function, and I'm right, it's what it is. The Kavitz and Masayinu, Vianney Gainu, and he's going to do the best in English. We'll talk about that next. Right, and therefore it has to be somebody who's able to do that.
if he's going to fight and Kaisra's behalf, he can recover Kaisra, he can lead Kaisra, and everyone will listen to him. So that's going to be another way that you can tell who Mashiach is. Right. There's two different psukim. There's two different psukim which describe the coming of Mashiach. One psukim is there's going to come Rechev on the uh, riding in the clouds of Shemaim. Another psukim is coming Rechev on the riding on the donkey. Which who is like a poor man riding a donkey. There's a very big difference between the description of somebody who's coming miraculously in the clouds of Shemaim and someone that comes like a poor man riding a donkey. The Gemara asks the question. And the Gemara says there's two ways for Mashiach can come. The Gemara says the famous steer in the Psukim in the same Pasuk. It says, The Hashem is the time for Mashiach, Hashem is the more quickly. And then in this, the Gemara breaks and makes it uh, clear. And that is that everything which is said about Mashiach is said in two different ways because there are two options. The two options how Mashiach can come. Option number one is that we, Klai Yisrael, are the catalyst for Mashiach. And if that's the case, we, Klai Yisrael, deserve Mashiach. And then Mimele, Kodesh Baruch is going to respond by sending Mashiach. If that's the way it's going to work, then Mashiach is going to come as soon as we're ready for it. As soon as you're ready. Achishana, right now. If Klai Yisrael shows that they're ready, Hashem will Mashiach. That's not a problem. And if that's going to be the case, Mashiach will come miraculously. Because it has to come now, today. And we're going to see, when you talk about the concept of Mashiach coming, if you talk about the process, how's it going to happen in one day? Or if you haven't even finished talking about it yet, but even when you spoke about Sarfa, and everything will also go through before Mashiach comes. So, we aren't holding by that yet. Right? And what? There's a second track. And the second track is if Kaya and are ready, so then you can get around that. Then the Mashiach will come because right now, Kaya is it. And if that's the case, they'll come miraculously. They'll come today. If that would be the case, it's no Gogamogam. What happens to the viewers? Sorry? What happens to the viewers? They don't need that. Everyone has to choose the first. Right. Now, there's track two. And track two is, unfortunately, it looks much more the way the world is going. And that is, Christ on their own are not going to be ready. And the Baruch is going to have to bring them there. And if that's the case, it's going to have to go through all the things we said and more, which we'll still talk about in order to bring Kaisal to that stage. Because naturally, Kaisal aren't getting there. And no matter, they're going to need to have to work, go through the terrorist before and the, and the financial collapse and the poverty and the hunger and the war and the pain and everything else to bring to the point of their Mashiach. And that's the case. Mashiach is not coming in a major flash of miracles. Mashiach is coming when Kaisal get to the, eventually brought to the stage that they, that they deserve it. And that's what Gemara says before the Chevle Mashiach. Chayla Mashiach is all the tzaras before Mashiach comes. And as the Gemara says, a number of them said, Yaisev Let him come, we don't want to see. We don't want to see that period of time. Not that I don't want to see Mashiach, but we don't want to go to Mashiach that track. Even though, yes, it's predicted, and yes, it's, it's very possible that's the way it's going to go, the, the Mara didn't want to go that route. And we also want to go that route, that's it. But uh, that's the other option. And it depends, it makes a difference to this also. And that is, if it's going to be that Kaisal deserves it, Mashiach will reveal himself right now. Which means HaKadosh Baruch Hu will give whoever, whoever the, the candidate in this star is the option to be Mashiach, and he'll give, him the, he'll give him the job and he'll be here. If it's going to go the slow route, then as part of the long slow process, which it's going to take, part of it will also be that Eliyahu and will come first in order to in order to prepare us for the fact that Mashiach is coming. Okay, that's the, that's the next point. Now, there's a famous question that everyone likes to ask you, and that is, 
the story of Bar Kokhba. Bar Kokhba, that it's brought in Chazal, that originally Rabbi Kiva applied a positive Darach Kaifa of Yaakov, that he thought he was going to be Mashiach. And besides for being a big uh, disaster for the Jewish people, the Bar Kokhba story, was also a big letter. And as people originally thought he was Mashiach, and then eventually Bar Kokhba lost the battle, and it's one of the five things you cried on Tisha about, where Bar Kokhba's capital was Beitar. And there was a loss of Beitar, not just Beitar, but the whole of Yudit, it was called Judea, the whole of Yehuda, which just became one big bloodbath, and the Romans destroyed any Jews they could find. Right. Now, how could Rebekah make a mistake? How could Rebekah make a mistake about the identity of Mashiach? Right. So, I'll, I'll explain. But before I do that, so I'll tell you a story. It brings out another point also. The story goes that in the time of Chaim Briska, he was once in the train somewhere, and on the two seats in front of him was a regular Jewish... Jewish, uh, Jewish guy, and next to the Jewish guy was a uh, Christian priest. So the Christians is always when they see a Jew they feel compelled compelled to try and convert him. So, so the priest gets to work straight away and trying to convince <coughs> the seatmate, the Jews next to him, that Yashka was Mashiach. So the Jews says, "Listen, I don't know your proofs. I'm not going to not too much into theology, and I'm not going to debate it too much. I know one thing." I know that uh, the time that you claim Yashka lived was the time of the Tanoim, and they were very great leaders, and if they didn't accept him as Mashiach, I'm going to listen to them. Why do I have to argue with you about it? So this priest told him that maybe the Tanoim were great men, but when I came to Mashiach, I didn't really understand who he was. Why do you say that? He said, You see him, you give a thought, Rafa was Mashiach. And he was obviously wrong. So obviously, when it came to the ideas of Mashiach, you can't rely on the Tanoim. Okay, so the Jewish man did not get an answer that. So Reb Chaim was sitting behind them, leaned forward and joined the conversation. So I heard the conversation, the priest said, that's a good point, no? Uh, you can't repass your Tanoim when it comes to the points of the Sheikh, because you see that you were wrong. Right? Reb Kiva thought Barakacha was Mashiach, and he obviously wasn't. So Reb Chaim says, really, why do you think that? So what, Barakacha was Mashiach? So yeah, maybe Barakacha was Mashiach. What do you think of Rosh Mashiach? How can you say it? He's killed by the Romans. <laughs> so you understand yourself where to, where to go away from there. But, uh, the, 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 you started this. What, 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 why do Rabbi Akiva think about Rosh Mashiach? And this is bringing Mamish is the right we were saying before. And that is, Rabbi Akiva's uh, judgment wasn't based that because Barakhba was the person chosen in the Shishis to be Mashiach. Rabbi Kiva had a different cheshman. Rabbi Kiva's cheshman was, is Klai Yishol the place it needs to be for the God? And if it is, then who's going to be the general to go fight the wars? And if that's the case, Rabbi Kiva understood that his da'a was a da'a which on the level Ruchnius was to bring the Mashiach. And if that's the case, like again, Mashiach has a job to do. He has to fight our battles and he has to bring us back in that reconnect Klai Yishol. So who was, the, who was the person most able in that door to be a general, to be a, to be lead the battle? So they came and thought Barakov would be the one to do the job. Not because he was the big tiger, not because he was this great, whatever. That function he could do. And why was Rebekah wrong? Through no fault of his own. Well, Rebekah was wrong, and Maral explains. Rebekah was wrong, it was a tragedy which Rebekah didn't foresee. And that is all the Talmudim died. 24,000 Talmudim, we all died. And Rebekah was banking on the source of 24,000 people living there as being a big factor in bringing the Mashiach. When they all died, then the source went. And the matter, it was just a matter of time for everything collapsed. 
And that's why the Maral says that the Sphira has a certain amount of mourning like the Khurbi. Normally we don't mourn for people. There'll be lots of tragedies and casual people die. That's for the Sphira, because within the loss of all of the Kibbutz Talmudim was also the loss of the potential to bring Mashiach. And after it was just a foregone conclusion that everything would crash because they didn't have the schuss they needed. If you think about it, Rabbi, so 24,000 people learning, maybe today we've gotten back to that again. Maybe today in the world you'll find 24,000 people learning. Since Rabbi Kiva's time, we thought that that hasn't happened. If you add all the yeshivas of Europe in the 18th century and 19th century together, you'll get to maybe 2,000 people. I don't know, because you have the list. You have 300 people in the mirror, and 150 here, and 200 there, and however many rows. Maybe to maybe to have 24,000 people learning. Maybe, maybe today. If you add all the yeshivas together, you're going to get to back to 24,000. There was a tremendous loss. There wasn't that until then. And therefore, Rabbi Kiva was relying on that source to bring the good. And when it didn't, and all time didn't die, so then it was just a foregone conclusion that Barakov was going to fail. And again, therefore, Mashiach will be chosen when Kaishal deserves it, then he has a job to do. There's one more point I want to talk about Mashiach. And it's important point. Because it's a mistake we all like to make. And people who claim it and know Mashiach is make this mistake also. And let's start like this. We see what happened to Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu was chosen by Hashem to be the Goyal. No one argued with that. It was clear in the book. And Moshe Rabbeinu comes to Mitzrayim. And Moshe Rabbeinu tells the Jewish people who suffer from Mitzrayim, I was chosen by Hashem to lead you and take her to Mitzrayim. And Klai Yisrael are ecstatic. They all accept him. They're all happy that Hashem pocket this Amr, Hashem has redeemed these people. Wonderful. There was across the board the acceptance of Moshe Rabbeinu. And what happens? Moshe Rabbeinu goes to Paray with a message from Hashem. That's it. I'm here to free the Jews. Let everybody out. And Paris throws a spanner in the world. And Paris has nothing to do. No one's going anywhere. And only that, I'm making things worse. Right? And now what happens next? What happens next? Hazal Taras, Moshe Rabbeinu went back to Midian. Didn't work. He came. He spoke to Paris. Paris said, no. So he went back to Midian. For six months. And Hashem sent him back the second time. Now, in those six months, uh, what, are, what, what do you think happened to uh, Moshe's uh, approval rating on the Jewish people? Right? Uh, it went to zero. And I'm uh, making it up. The Pasuk says that. Right? When Moshe came back, what do they say to him? Hashem should punish what you did to us. You gave, a, you gave a sword to power to kill us with. If things went bad enough, you were the one who made things worse. They didn't hold too highly on Moshe. Well, Moshe gets broken by that. And he says, Hashem, you sent me to save the Jewish people, and nothing happened. And things were worse. So Hashem responds to him. And he says, don't worry. Now you're going to see what I'm going to do. And that starts the process of the Makkas, and that eventually comes with the in China. And let's ask the question, what was the point of all of that? Right? To make everybody in this euphoria, hi, yeah, the guy is here, we've seen the Mashiach, and he comes with Nisim, and he shows the signs from Hashem, and everyone accepts him. Right? And then the whole thing crashes, and then things get much, much worse, and he disappears. What is the point of all that? And the answer is, this is your side God, remember what I said. The answer is, because there was no way that Hashem could bring Mashiach through Moshe when Moshe came the first time. Why? Because people accepted Moshe. People accepted Moshe. And if that's the case, you're relying on a human being. You're relying on Mashiach called Moshe. You're relying on a human being. And it's not going to work like that. Mashiach only comes from people relying on Hashem. And therefore, you have a problem here. On the one hand, Moshe was sent to do a job. But on the other hand, naturally, people are going to die. Yeah, Moshe said, we're relying on him. No, that can't work. And Mashiach is not going to come like that. And if that's the case, it has to be Moshe fails dramatically. And no one's going to run Moshe anymore. And now Moshe can come and do the job. Because if people are going to run the good, it's going to be only going to be because they're running on Hashem. Moshe has to come 
Everyone has to accept him. Everyone has to reject him. So no one has a munan of human being. And then we go back to Ryan and Hashem, and now Moshe can do the job he's going to do. And if you understand the principle there, that's why Hashem says, Atatir, now, now I can start. When people have lost their reliance on you, now I can start working with people who rely on me, Hashem, and then it's going to work. And if you understand this point, then you understand Moshe is going to happen exactly the same way. You forewarned, this is Persian Chazak. Moshe is going to be miskale, or miskase, or miskale. He's going to come, reveal himself, and he's going to get hidden, and things are going to get worse, and he'll come back again. And why is it going to happen? Why is it going to happen? Exactly the same reason. Because when Mashiach comes, it's tremendous kind of Mashiach. And then Yahweh Nabi comes and tells us there's an across the board acceptance of Gedali Yisrael, this is the Mashiach. And what are people going to think? We're relying on him. He's the man, right? He's the chosen Mashiach. And if that's the case, 100% Mashiach can't come then. Because it's a spirit to Emona. It's a spirit to Emona. And you're never relying on Hashem. And therefore, yes, Hashem has to appoint the Mashiach. We need a person to do the job. But it has to be that the people lose their alliance with Mashiach first and go back to being married by Hashem and then Mashiach can do the job he's meant to do. As long as people are relying on him as the individual, it's not going to work. And if you have more examples of the same thing, you can say something about Mordechai also. Mordechai could only bring the Goala when Klai Yisrael hated him. When Klai Yisrael felt he's the source of that source. Had he not bowed down to Haman, nothing would have happened. And if that's the case, Mordechai again had a zero approval rating. Right? But then Dafka then, he could be the Goala. A person can't act as a girl when people trust him. That's a steer to Goyal. Goyal can only come when people trust Hashem. And therefore, when we talk about the Sheikh and David, there's going to be two steps. Like we said, there's and He reveals himself because he has to be. Hashem is to send him to do the job. But the mistake people are going to make is that they're going to accept him as a human being, as a leader, and rely on him. And therefore, it has to be as a period where he's Miskase again, and then he can come back and do the job. When people lose reliance on him, then he can do the job. Why is it important to us? We're looking forward to Mashiach not because of hero worship. We're not idolizing the person. That's exactly the mistake. Even if we would know who Mashiach is, which we don't, and we can't because he himself doesn't know who he is yet, but uh, even if we would know who Mashiach was, the idea of idolizing the person is exactly the mistake. Rabbi Kiva never idolized Bar Kochta. On the contrary, he's here to do the job, and it's an important job, and it's, a very, it's a, somebody who has a special skills to be the one to be the girl of Ka Yisrael. But we're not idolizing the person. And at the end of the day, Mashiach comes, like we said before, the good is coming inside Hashem. And the, the, if it's going to go through the, the means of Gogo Magog, then the one who's going to fight for us is Hashem. Like we saw before in the passage. Mashiach is there as our leader to direct us. And he's not replacing Hashem in the picture. And therefore, yes, on the one hand, we're looking forward to meeting Mashiach. Yes, on the other hand, we're waiting for the time when Mashiach will come. But it's not here, worship. We're not, we're not replacing Mashiach with Hashem's job. Mashiach is coming from our point of view to lead Kai Yisrael. We will respect him like you respect a leader who will tell us what we need to do. But at the end of the day, Hashem is the girl Yisrael.